And I remember the first time a sponsor, it wasn't the sponsor, it was a photographer that they sent down to shoot me. He was like, we can't shoot here. Huh. And I was like kind of confused. And I was like, yeah, what do you mean? That's wild. And he's like, it's too dirty. He's like, they're never going to go for this. And I'm like, I bro, I'm like wild. a couple blocks from my house. This is my neighborhood. Now I look and every shoot now is it's in where this happened in like two years. Two and there's years. a whole thing called urban gravel now yeah, that people tell gravel. me and I'm like oh, no. you mean Yo, urban, urban, urban gravel like, what we're doing, like yeah. just me riding just out of my house yeah, like, exactly. that's, that's I'm just urban. going home urban no big deal they always gotta throw the urban yeah. in there black professional cyclists wow is that really a thing it turns out that yes, it is. And on this episode, we've invited Mark Alford and Andrew Jackson to give us the inside scoop on the professional cycling and BMX world. What is it like as a black athlete in such a white dominated sport? We call this episode Cycling Wild Black. Stay tuned. Wagwan, everybody. I am Donovan. I'm Constanza Eliana. Yes, and welcome to Stranger Fruit. We are out here again in these L.A. streets. We sure are. We have some special guests here. We're going to get right into it. Yeah. But first, before that, Eliana. Yes. We have some special, special guests in we here. We really today. do. I'm going to intro. I'm going to intro. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to be messy. <laughs> But first, uh, we have Mark Alford, who is a community builder, marketer, former elite cyclist and co-host of the From the Gun podcast, a black and brown podcast centered around cycling. It's amazing. I'm just like, yo, I need to listen to this immediately. And then we have Andrew Jackson, who is a former professional pro BMX rider turned director cinematographer who is now making a name for himself as a gravel athlete. I know y'all are like... What the fuck is what a gravel is a athlete? Gravel athlete. <laughs> and yeah. we are going to get into it first. But Ileana, Ooh. to your right is Mark. <laughs> yes. Tell the people who Mark is. Mark, everybody, is my husband. We have <laughs> my husband here on the show today. So Mark and I have been together for 11 years. Yo. A really long time. We have been married Insert for Insert hand claps year. here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we have been married for about a year or so, I think. Some change. Yes. Um, <laughs> Don't roast me in the comments. Forget. About I always forget. Taking that long. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a whole story. Um, so I have witnessed your journey mm. in cycling um, since the moment we met each other. He was a cyclist. I had never dated a cyclist. I dated plenty of athletes, but oh, okay. never a cyclist. So it was brand new to me. The first, I think the first time I went to watch you race, I was like an anxiety ball. Like, oh my God, people are crashing around me. Like, what is happening? And I'm just witnessing like a loop. <laughs> this sounds <laughs> just, terrifying. Like, cyclists <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, what is happening? This is different. This is very different. But you really educated me on the sport. Um, and I'm really excited to have the conversation today with yeah. you and Andrew. Andrew mm -hmm. is here. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, the, the cycling sport is very white dominated. 
It is also what I didn't realize very expensive. Yes, which is probably why it's white dominated, right? Very it's, much. When so. it's expensive sport, it's really really hard for people of color to get so it. So difficult. Yeah. Um, I still make fun of the prices of bikes. Oh, it's <laughs> insane. Even my bike, I think, is expensive. How much was your bike? Uh, like three hundred bucks. That's not yeah. expensive. And but you well, know, growing bike, up for a bike, a bike yeah. but growing up, you know, fifty dollars for a bike was all you could afford, right? Mm -hmm. So he has taught me that there are there is a spectrum of pricing in bicycles <laughs> <laughs> and all, it can go all the way up to what is the most expensive bike like pocket yeah. self no no is you gotta on it? Like, <laughs> you're the engine you gotta yeah it's not know. made out of gold either it's like it's uh, you, can get, you can get gold on there you can yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. so that was an education to me i was like oh my god i could never imagine paying twenty thousand dollars for a bike but there's you know there's levels to it so i'm excited thank y'all for being here yes thank you yes. yes so can i ask the first yes, question how ahead. the hell did you get into cycling <laughs> Like, I'm sure that's what everybody's wondering. How yeah, did you get into it? I guess I it? could start. Yeah, go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was a high school athlete, did a, every, you know, American sport, you know, uh, track, basketball, baseball, football, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And then, uh, you know, I was like, well, I'm not, gonna, I'm not good enough to do any collegiate sports or whatever. So I'm just going to, you know, pick up a bike. Um, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I started to get like, you know, all that big muscle started to turn into, you know, uh, you know, little little love handles. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I gotta get a hobby or something to stay active while, okay. I'm, while I'm, you know, I'm in school. So I, I picked up a bike, and it was like this little single speed, um, little, you know, uh, it wasn't quite a. It wasn't bike, a twenty thousand dollar bike. No, no, no. It okay. was it was cheap. It was like Craigslist. I think when Craigslist was like still super creepy. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. it's yeah. still super creepy. <laughs> it's still super creepy. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, it was, and I started cycling in um, Indianapolis, Indiana. And, uh, you know, I was riding one day and um, I ran into this guy named Sean Wolf. Um, he actually uh, owns and runs uh, two bike shops in Brooklyn, um, mm. soon to be uh, another bike shop here in L.A. Dope. And he actually just introduced me into this whole world of cycling. Um, and for there, I got my first bike sponsorship and my first bike because I couldn't afford it. And that's the, the <laughs> easiest way to uh, get a bike that nice yeah. is to be really good at. You know, so is that how you got your sponsorship? You were just a badass, and as a result, yeah. The, well, and okay. then also relationships too. Like, okay. um, and then they also saw, you know, what I was trying to do and what I was trying to accomplish, and like, I want to be behind that. So, what do you need for us to support you? And that's kind of how it, it went. And then they saw the potential and talent um, that mm -hmm. I kind of didn't see, but I was like, I'm gonna try this. Yeah. And uh, they were like, no, we're going to support you. So that's how I, I got it. Because I was going to say, like, what was it about cycling specifically that attracted you? Like, what was uh, it? That's an adrenaline rush. Yeah. Mm. Like, if we do any, um, and you could speak to this too, even like, even BMX, honestly. Because yeah, BMX like is super intense. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like At least from what I understand, BMX yeah. is like intense. Man, well, the I need read, for speed. Yeah. I did uh, street riding, if uh -huh. you know what that is. It's yeah. Like, Jumping down handrails and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. It's basically like being a criminal. Because that's <laughs> what it is. Criminal. For real, like you're like the security yeah. guards kick you out and they're like, you're just, yep. doing, they're, we're just doing our job and we're like, we are. Too no, it's right. true. I remember <laughs> them like kind of like labeling those guys, even the skateboarders, but kind of like as a yeah. like troublemaker. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. yeah. that's how it is. Like you want to be in like the hardest spot to get to, which is usually like you got to jump a fence. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Is that a general? Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a no, I don't know for sure. I think, I think so. so. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but no, I mean, and you're the, also very competitive, I'm and you kind of need to be. And I needed to an be, outlet. 
to uh-huh. be competitive. Yeah, that's and uh, I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? And I realized, um, you know, you in cycling, you start out as a um, citizen slash a cat five is like the beginner cyclist. Okay. And I found out like the first race, they immediately got me out of cat fives and put me <laughs> on fours. <laughs> they were like this guy. And you're so, like, oh, my God. Okay. This um, is intense. You know, and you know, you go from a, f- a five to a four. Did to you a three win your first race? I won the first race. Yeah, uh, I lapped the field. Oh, they were mad then. You were mad, yeah. mad. Yeah. And this is your first race. They were first like, "This race. is not his first race." I was like, this is yeah. 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 <laughs> "And the witchcraft is going Just on here." Talented. So yeah. we're from like yeah. uh, so you five, four, three, two, and one, and then at a cat one, you're essentially a professional level. That's like the peak of the peak. Uh, ish. ish. So okay. at, at a cat one, you you're eligible to, uh, and not just eligible. You can actually you can land a contract cat two if you want, but um, but you can get a pro contract at cat one and race pro and race with the pro mm-hmm. uh, athletes at that point. And it goes to like domestic, professional, pro continental. And then Pro Tour is like the tip, like there's one of okay. the people you see in like Tour de France and stuff like that. It's the NBA. Yeah. It's the NBA. Are yeah. there a lot of Are there a lot of black folks or brown Africans folks by the time? now? Oh. But not, I mean, and not, not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah, yeah, there's like three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but okay. Uh, but no, no, not really. When we like when I started, I mean, there was a French guy on Team Europe car, um, and I think the cyclists will probably know what I'm talking about. But uh, <laughs> but that's it. There was one guy. Um, and then you saw like this uh, African guy named Daniel Tekrahamanot um, in a super long name. Uh, <laughs> and then that was the guy I saw on Quebec when they did this foundation uh, team uh, for their main sponsor. Hmm. Uh, but not a whole lot. you mm-hmm. know. And then I ran into the pro, uh, U.S. pro athletes, the American ones, uh, like Rasan Bahati and Justin Williams and Corey Williams. Okay. Um, and that's when I was like, I want to meet these guys. Cause this was like back in 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I got to meet them. Uh, so I drove up to a race in uh, Wisconsin and uh, just super white, obviously. Uh, Milwaukee, I'm not Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin, but it's called the Tour of America's Dairyland. And that's actually when I met <laughs> oh, those. Oh shit. Yeah, exactly. Dairyland. <laughs> yeah, Dairyland. Totally. White land. Yeah, uh, yeah, actually Dante did that one. Yeah. Um, we're, Dante is one of our friends that, uh, Dante is one of our friends that also races pro. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so I went up there and finally got to meet slash race against them. Mm-hmm. And, and these are black all, cyclists. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was like, oh my God, you know, somebody, you know, and, and I'm light-skinned. Uh, and that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> um, colorism, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Uh, but in uh, in Indiana, I was like the blackest thing on the race course. So, so yeah. it was very interesting. It was very, yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the one thing that I noticed immediately. Yeah. Like in my first one. race, I was like, it's a lot of Actually, white not even brown men. Folk, not even brown folk was there. Yeah, wow. there, I saw, I didn't see any diversity yeah. at all. It was he wild. was probably was the Indiana. only black racer yeah. at the at that particular one. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, let and me sit actually, back and see how this goes. You almost you almost uh you almost were with me through my whole entire cycling experience. I think when almost, I uh, when I met you, I was already racing at a pretty high level. Yeah. Mm. Um because I did go from a five to two in a season and then it took me a minute to to get to that one. Mm. Um but there was a lot of like I mean that also came with a lot of like you know, mixed words and like comments while racing mm-hmm. and side eyes and all types of uh, crazy things I had to run into. Um, even like trying to get uh, a Cat One license was it was rough. Like hmm. it was like, why aren't you improving me? And blah blah blah, it's all this other stuff. So, right. so did well. you ever like and, and and for you too, Andrew, if you want to jump in? But did you ever get to a point, especially as you were pursuing being pro, where you felt like 
yo, I can't do this. There's like a lot of racism. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, there's times where I was like, I got to work so I can eat. Yeah. And pay for school and, you know, all all this other stuff. And it's like, I can't even get to a race at a weekend because I can't call off work or, Mm -hmm. you know, and you got to race in order to get your your name out there or get results or whatever have you. So it was, it was a struggle. Right. Um, but that's how I got into cycling to answer your question. So, mm-hmm. and, uh, you pass it on yeah. so you're just now getting into yeah. gravel cycling, which is. That's what I race. I yeah. ride everything. Like yeah. road, yeah. bikes, gravel, everything. So what's that been like for you switching over from like a pro BMX type oh thing? Oh my God. It's to so something different. different. Yeah, what, and, different. and what is it? Yeah, like, yeah. Actually, we might have to, we might have to, you might, you might have yeah. to like describe Explain BMX and what gravel. it is that you're doing. Yeah. Uh, so gravel racing is like super long races. It's like over a hundred miles on your bike. Oh my god! I'm dead. Yeah, And you like go out in the mountains. It's like half on the road. Like you'll take a road out, and then you'll be out way in the mountains somewhere, and then come back. It's just a. It's hard. Yeah, it's and you really have to hard. do it at a certain time limit. I mean, it's a field like and they do group starts like there's he's talking about categories. It's just yeah. like 5000 people start and like some people are racing to finish. Some people are doing it for the adventure. But like the fast like the wow. front is racing. It. So it. you're wow. racing the whole got it. 200 got it. miles, 150 miles, whatever it is. Crazy. And is it wrong to assume that you like pain and torture? <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to. So like, <laughs> I don't want to say I'm. Just asking. I think it's more miles. what she was talking about about Mark is I'm just super competitive. Ah, yeah. I got you. Okay, okay. And I don't like getting beat. So that's I, what keeps you in it, right? It yeah. has to. So the first one was horrible. It was like the worst <laughs> pain. My legs are cramping, everything. My legs wow. are cramping. I'm yeah. not there. I'm yeah, I'm like dehydrated. And then what? It just makes me like more motivated and being like, I don't like getting beat at this. <laughs> I don't like like being the dude who's just struggling to finish and people are racing and like, how do they do that? And it like motivated me to figure that out. Mm-hmm. So I don't. It's a different mentality. It is. And there is a way to do it. Like it's now it's not like pain. I mean, there's hard sections, but you learn yeah. how to pace it and it's not just straight. Because your body and becomes accustomed to it. Yeah. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Wow. behind the scenes to go do it but yeah, a lot of training yeah right? but for me it's not even that's the racing side and then for me it's not even so much racing there's like this whole thing in our cycling industry and i don't think anyone knows how to really classify it because not everyone like you guys said mm-hmm. wants to go do a 200 mile 150 mile race Ooh. he said 200 it was 100 before minimum 100 i wish they were all 100 because i don't like doing yeah. that. <laughs> oh my god uh, but then there's like this adventure side of it and then my side, I live in the city. I stay in downtown LA mm-hmm. and I can ride my gravel bike and like jump off on all the bike paths and like <laughs> go down into the river and jump back up oh, and do wow. all this stuff. And my way or like my lane in the sport has kind of been the video project side that I learned through BMX and all that. Mm. And that's kind of how I made a name for myself as I was doing these videos and things like that. And people started mm-hmm. seeing me. And then also the races and they're like, oh, and he can, he's not just doing the videos and he can race and do this too. So I'm kind of in my own lane, yeah, like honestly. Yeah, one, uh, yeah. one man show. Okay, okay. So you got that creative. You can't yeah. like. Yeah. Okay. So, but how did you how did you get into that? Is that like did that start with like you racing? I'm like I'm, I'm, making, I'm making up a whole story about you right now. 
But then did you start out <laughs> racing with like the camera in front of your your fucking like helmet? Did no. you guys you guys wear helmets? Uh, <laughs> no, we wear helmets. Yeah, okay, is it like that? Is that how you got started? Or were you actually filming other people racing? No, well, it was an easy transition for me because BMX riding, I was a street rider, so we're out in the streets filming video parts, oh, you know, it, shooting it, photos it. and magazines and stuff. I was a pro for like 10 years doing got that. It. And I tore my oh. knee really bad. Oh. I was off for like two years and kind of like being like, I don't know what I'm going to do next. I went into like, I just started working in film because I knew that from, again, BMX. We've been filming each other forever. So mm. it was an easy transition to pop into commercials. And I had some contacts through sponsors and stuff like that. Nice. So, uh, but anyway, I was missing that competitive side, the mm. athlete part. And I was kind of off for two years and I was really like, at a crossroads, I was like, I'm not, I'm like 30 years old. I'm not old yet. I still got time in me, but mm -hmm. I've traveled the whole world for BMX. I've been all China, Middle East, ev Whoa. like all over Europe, everywhere. Wow. Whoa. So there's nothing really new for me in that. And I tore my knee, rehabbed it, tore it again. Oh my God. <laughs> so then I was kind of like, I'm done. Look at me like, like touching my, my knee. Right, yeah, my I was really, <laughs> I was finished with that. Uh, not finished, but there's yeah. just nothing like, what am I going to do? Relearn the old tricks that I used to do yeah. for like the 10th time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, then break I, your knee again. And, break yeah, again. and try to like travel somewhere <laughs> I've been and film the same video. Like yeah. Yeah. I've done it. So over this is and like over. a new challenge for exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. So then I knew bikes so well. And then when I came into this, like I said, I'm getting beat by all these dudes where I'm like, hold on. It's like, like relearning. Hold on. It's like relearning going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, and everyone's like being like, whatever. I'm like, you guys don't know who I am. Yeah, yeah. we just talked about that. Yeah. yeah. We just so, talked about that. Wow. Um, so is it, um, so on the gravel side, because you do road racing, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's te the technical Technically, term. yeah. Yeah. And then, so now with the gravel, is it just as white dominant as like road racing is? Very much so. Maybe mm. worse. Really? Worse. What are you guys' reaction? When I, I say know. It? Like, I, was like, I don't even know why I said really. I'm just like, mm, <laughs> <well>. <laughs> yeah. On that note, I feel like maybe you guys kind of paved the way, like hearing you talk, because mm. you know, there's people like him and Justin and all, all these different black people who are now doing it. Even in the tour, there's no Americans yet, but <laughs> some yeah. black Europeans yeah. that I can see now, and I'm like, well, they did it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. It inspires people. Yeah, maybe it makes it like where it's not as like crazy because at the time right. you're talking about, oh, there was man. no one there yet. Yeah, there's no one there yeah. yet. And uh, I had to travel. I mean, we like they traveled to Wisconsin from LA. Mm. It's yeah. in, in Tour of America's Dayland, it's such a big race. It's an 11 day stage race. What? Um, so every oh, day you race for 11 days straight. Oh my God. And, uh, and that's a big enough race Next to bring level. in talent from the across the country. And that was literally the only time I saw mm. what, three other people. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's Out crazy. of in a field of yeah, uh, no black well, the coolest though. part is like uh, when I met Justin, we were um, racing on Great America's Roadway. It's a it's a race course for for vehicles for cars, um, and then we got we both got dropped out of the road race. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, but we were like trying to get back, and that's when I saw Justin. And at that time, he was already a legend to like me because he's he's done like he's he's raced uh, pro tour with Livestrong and all this other okay. stuff. Um, and I was like, oh my God, it's Justin Williams. So I was like, I met him. I was like, hey man, like, let's get back, blah, blah, blah. So we looked back and we did see a, um, the Mexican national team had their team there. Mm. Uh, like, you know, the, their Olympic team. Well, that was my example of saying that we saw other brown people. Mm. Right. Yeah. You know, the Mexicans, they were there, the um, Venezuela. But it takes that big race to actually mm -hmm. bring those people in so you can see other people that don't look. And maybe 
Mm-hmm. Do you think it was harder for you because you were like in your twenties, like trying to prove yourself? I'm yeah. like when I got into this, I'm thirty years old. Yeah, so you're if already... there's like some racist white dude, I'm like, it's like whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who cares? Yeah, like I'll your... go hang out with my friends. Yeah, exactly. you guys, I'm yeah. here to really kick it with you guys. Because in your twenties, you're still kind of yeah, learning yeah. your own it's confidence. So. You're growing into yourself, and yeah. I didn't have that circle. Yeah, exactly. like I didn't oh, have yeah, like I wasn't in L.A. <clears throat> exactly. That's what right. I was gonna say. And I was in Indiana. Like it's so easy for me to pop. Like, yeah. not in my cycling group. Because we were the dudes that, like, made fun of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is, like, this, is the cool, this is the coolest part, and I'm glad that he's here. Because, like, there's, there's cycling subcultures. Okay. Like, and, like, they would make fun of us because we're, like, wearing these tight ass, like. Wait, who? Lycra. The BMXers? Oh, yeah. yeah. What is the difference between the BMXers versus what you were doing? Well, we are like the- cyclists. They're like athletes. Or I say they, I'm trying to do it. Like <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you're an athlete out there. I'm still, yeah. I'm still hating. Because BMX is more like tricks. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, ah, it's changed okay, a little okay. bit now with the X Games and stuff. But yes. Back, I sound so old, but when I was doing it, it was like. It's really like an underground thing, you know, like yeah. skateboarding is like how they have the like. Have you seen those old skate that. videos like, with you know, like the, like, oh yeah, the fisheye lens yeah. and stuff like that. And like oh, a yeah. lot of like hood black people do BMX. Like, yeah. That's yeah. my group that I ran yeah. with was like got all you, got like you. different. Because it's like very much places, like stylish almost. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's exactly. almost like dance. Like you have your own style. Yeah. yeah. You do a lot and of tricks. Yeah. Very like personality based. Yeah. Like even being a pro got street you, rider. It's you. less so about it's like how and good you, do you hills, are. Yeah. Like the little jumps and yeah, the hills and stuff. And we still look like goobers. Like we're trying to change that now. It's 2022, so we're still trying to change that. But it's like back, you know, back when he was riding, like we still like ridiculous. When I first switched, I didn't even like I didn't put on my Instagram. No, I no. didn't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, because I was Not like, I'm just gonna get made fun of like, by oh my, my friends. That they're, they're like, oh, yeah. you're wearing these tight clothes, doing this stuff. Yeah. Now? So I wanted to actually talk about that because yeah. Yeah. I had I told you yesterday that, um, and I think you were there too, mm-hmm. that uh, when I w- was living in Oakland and I was working at a hair salon. Um, the first time you came to visit me there, I think it was just like randomly. <laughs> Please he was tell just me he riding didn't ride his, his bike, bike into oh, the yeah. thing. In the just randomly riding <laughs> so, his bike through Oakland. See, cyclists, this is why. Yes. <laughs> this and is so why we can't just, overcome, like, Mark. Yeah, he just happened to pop up at the <laughs> hair salon. And this is Oakland, you know, uh, everybody except one of the hairstylists was black yeah. or brown. And um, he leaves. It was just a really quick hello. He leaves and everyone's like, um, Eliana, what is he wearing? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you man, I was in shade. I felt good. You know, but nobody else knows that they except for so other cyclists. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah now, the, and maybe. also yeah, because they had never seen really a black cyclist. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they were yeah, just yeah. very confused. Like, yeah. what is happening right now? So, talk a little bit about that. Was that a hurdle when you first started? Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah. And I was like, man, this shit look cool. And I was like, damn. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. I was like, this shit look trash. I was like, I was trying to figure out, like, okay, how can I look dressed? the way i want to dress and look real like so you I guys cared cool. back then too yeah yeah for sure and i was like damn all this stuff was whack you know i was like trying to figure out, like okay uh these ankle socks ain't doing it so i was like we're gonna run tall socks yeah. even back then yeah um and i was like man everyone looked ridiculous so i was mm-hmm. trying my best to like look as cool as possible with what, what we had 
Um, and we had to wear a team kit and stuff like that. So you can't wear what you're, you know, you can't wear anything other than your sponsor because like uh, they're, yeah, paying, yeah. Right. they're paying for everything. You can't yes. brand it up because no. you yeah, have to brand their brand. Yeah, yeah, right. like a nerd. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Andrew, Andrew has his Canyon hat yeah. on right now. But that actually looks cool. So <laughs> Yeah, that's um, nice. That's really cool, yeah. But like the, you know, back in the day, it was not. It was, it was cool. not. Yeah. Um, but uh, I cared a lot about and I, I was actually pretty known for like looking good on the bike to other cyclists. But we're trying to make it to the point where we look good in general and mm-hmm. we're trying to do that with certain ways and and uh you know with, so this with is what concept. i mean when i say you paved the way because mm-hmm. then i get to come in like when i started i already got to see mm-hmm. you like people yeah. like you justin rafa and stuff like it's cool there is people yeah, like, that are people making look this look cool, cool to yeah. like right. not just cyclists yep. did you yeah. get pushback on that from like your peers, your non-black peers? Uh, not, uh, no, not really. Okay. They were like, damn, you look like, like that's I was going to say, they probably yeah, like, oh I was like, damn, would you, you know, like, you know, because when I thought, when you said that, the first thing that I thought about was tennis. Because mm. I was, <laughs> I did, because I was thinking about, first of all, it's a very white dominated yeah. sport. It was for a long time. You had these couple black chicks come through. Right. Everybody's like, exactly. oh my God. And they come wear, with like, beads. a white polo. Yes. Like, it, it's so traditional. It's yeah. so Caucasian, right? Yes. And and now you have these black girls coming through. They from Compton. They coming through. They got beads. Making all of these noises. Like you know, you know how black folks do. You know what I'm saying? We coming in. We extra. Yeah. Weird. Fast yes. forward. Serena's coming through with a cat suit on. People are like, what is she wearing? Yeah. She's, just, she's trying to destroy this sport. It's crazy that that makes people mad though. Huh? Yo, yes. of course, of mad, course. Mad. But you know what it is more than so anything. Stupid. It's the it's the making it your own mm-hmm. thing it's like nah this was here before you it's a legacy sport it's a rich people's sport yeah, and yeah. then you kind of come in and you put your little spin on it and people didn't like that so i'm i'm well, glad that what, you didn't get the pushback no yeah. no I didn't, it, it, people thought it was cool because you know i i didn't make a ton of money and i kind of sold up but I, I didn't make a ton of money back then so i had to like you know try to figure out like how can i look the like the way I want to look yeah. with least amount of money because it's expensive. It's crazy well, expensive. Yeah. Wow. One thing on that though, because now I have sponsors and all this, I remember the first like times because I already had started telling like I was shooting in like these like areas in the city where I'd ride my BMX bike and it's mm-hmm. like you know like trash and it's street like you know warehouses yeah. graffiti like it looks cool mm-hmm. to me like I see it and I'm like this is real street like. Again, the same thing I was talking about. You guys can't shoot here because you'll probably get robbed yeah. or something will happen yeah, to you. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. And I remember the first time I brought a sponsor, or it wasn't the sponsor, it was a photographer that they sent down to shoot me. He was like, we can't shoot here. Hmm. And I was like kind of confused. And I was like, yeah, what do you what? mean? That's wild. And he's like, we can't shoot here. Like, it's too dirty. He's like, they're never going to go for this. And I'm like... I wrote, I'm like wild. a couple blocks from my house is my neighborhood. Yeah, because like, like the saying. traditional look for cycling right. was like buttoned up, up in the mountains. Yeah. Yes. Like Vista in the He's background. He's changing We're changing that. Yeah. It's actually and like, it's so cool, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that. It is funny, like as yeah. he's saying now, now I look and every shoot now is it's in where This happened in like two years. Two and there's years. a whole thing called urban gravel now yeah, that people tell me and I'm like no. you mean yeah, well, they urban, urban gravel like, 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 just me riding out of my house yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's I'm just urban, going home urban no big deal like, they always crazy. gotta throw the urban yeah, in there and then they like bring these people in like from who knows where mm. that don't know where they're at and then right. want to shoot it and i'm like this is the corniest thing i've ever but seen. that's why <laughs> you should be doing it exactly. that's why it should be you shooting the shit yeah you yeah. should be the one putting the production together you I should think, be one at the helm yeah. of that well i mean luckily 
I've been doing it for a minute in BMX, so I made sure that I had all the sponsors lined up. I had all my deals lined up before this blew up so that I wasn't in the position where everybody, I say everybody, you guys know who I'm talking about, (laughs) comes in and steals what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Word, yo. I have have to ask you this thing, though, because I always, when I talk to athletes, I have to ask. So you know there is a timeline Mm-hmm. So before you know your knees may be like, listen, bro, I want you to uh, stop. You're so just, not yeah. that's not anytime soon, though. Okay, we ain't rushing. <laughs> Damn. But <laughs> but in terms of the cycling culture, though, do you see yourself <laughs> participating? I know you found a great angle in being able to capture as a cinematographer and a filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. But for for you in general, do you find that there's a place to go next? Is it a place to stay within the cycling community, but be able to parlay it into another other, another aspect? Well, well, my story. Well, the thing that makes and we talked about this in our podcast too with Justin and I. So Justin's a professional athlete. Like he's a Red Bull sponsor athlete. He's been, he raced in every level of the sport, um, highest level of the sport. I stopped at a certain point and it couldn't go like pro pro. Okay. So I went professional in another way in terms of the cycling industry. So I became Mm. an industry professional and a marketer and and my job is to make everything look cool. So Mm. um, that's what I did. So we talk about that kind of dynamic. Got it. um, That there's other avenues to go professional within the cycling industry. I think you had something to do with my first sponsor, right? There you go, I think right? so. Didn't yeah. you? Oh. Yeah, Rafa? Yep, 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 yep. Mm. So we're trying to, yeah, actually it did. Yeah. So you're yep. creating opportunities for Yeah, I people. give, I'm, I try to give, and we just talked about this outside too with uh, one of our, one of the newest guys that we met. Um, and uh, I just, you know, if I see someone that is putting in the work and that wants to do this and is passionate about it, I'm gonna do everything I can to put those people in the right places. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I did for Justin. For, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. The that's solidarity like, is necessary. Yeah. yeah. And we need that. And uh, we talk about it all the time in, in our group and um, and uh, that we try to do something together and it's unified and, um, you know, anything that we want to push out in terms of trends or whatever have you, uh, you know, kind of have like a little meeting about it just to make sure that it's, it's actually, uh, you know, within the culture mm-hmm. makes sense shit mm-hmm. like that so mm-hmm. um and you so there's a team called legion which is probably the only team that i know that has like a really diverse well that's group that's of another cyclists. thing what you just said is kind of profound that you know yeah so legion legion of los angeles is uh the only um black owned and um, operated professional team right now. Okay. And um, the fact that a lot of people that are cycling adjacent or not even don't even know about cycling are starting to learn about these guys mm. is uh, that's what we're trying to do. That's yeah. Dope. Um, that's dope. Normalize people of color Correct. being on bikes. On yeah, bikes. I think, yeah, I think we definitely, I want to see that. Yeah. How do you think that if somebody wanted to get into it right now and we're talking about like this threshold? around finances about getting and getting into the sport how would people be able to get in if they can't just like get a sponsor they're just right. trying to get a bike is there yeah. anything that they can do well probably the way that i get into it which is a uh, a track bike or what they call a fixie these days it's like 300 bucks okay okay and uh you can actually uh, a track bike will take you a long a long way in my opinion because uh that's i started on that then i started racing velodrome on this like street track bike that's like put together <laughs> with like whatever parts I could find <laughs> and start racing the velodrome started getting really good at it and they're like hey you're really good at this here's a road bike you know and then they hooked me up with a road bike and I was like okay I, got I feel good like this. you did it the very traditional way though mm-hmm. and um, I feel yeah, like kind of I mean I like started but I was like way. 
<laughs> but I feel like whenever I hear this question, I feel like the price may not e or not might. I don't. This is my theory. You could take <laughs> take it what you think. I don't necessarily believe that the price is what's keeping black people out of it. Okay. Like okay. if you go to the hood, people spend money. Like oh, that's so like, true. Black people spend money. <laughs> that's true. Like, I agree. I, mean, I actually agree. That's very true. Yeah. That's but, not but, the but, issue. But a bike seems like a luxury thing. though. Yeah, they spend so, it on other things. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's get into it. Okay, yeah. right, go, 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 go ahead, go ahead. You make it cool, mm -hmm. like something dope, like give people something to look at and be like, I want to do that. Right. That's cool. Yeah. People will spend the money and go buy a bike and get it. Like it's not that... Like I'm not gonna spend ten grand on a bike to like we have be in spandex car. and look like a yeah. nerd riding yeah. around in a circle. But if it's dope, like okay, yeah. I'll spend five grand. So you think like, that's where the magic is? Maybe I think it that there's dope. not enough in cycling the, the that makes aesthetic. it cool, like yeah. to black people. Like since we're talking about black people, the black people in the hood or wherever. Like I don't even want to say in the hood, in the city or urban areas. <laughs> Like, because I mean, I'm uh, telling me, I could care less about a bike yeah. until I got into it. And I rode for, I have my little brother. He is actually a pro mountain biker. Yeah, his little brother. He got me a bike yeah. when I told you I was hurt. He just gave me his road bike and mm -hmm. I rode it for two years. I'm like, I'm not buying one of those. I don't want it. <laughs> but after two years, I kind of started to learn the sport. I was like, oh, this is dope. I went to Rafa yeah, with you Rafa. guys and yeah. saw yeah. some cooler people. And I was like, oh, it's cool. I went and spent five grand on a bike. Gee. Like mm. no big, like it wasn't. Yeah, an and issue. we are in LA, and the bike culture here traditionally yeah. is like you know the really hooked up bikes. It's yeah. a very oh, specific yeah, type yeah, of yeah. style, right? Mm -hmm. But people spend a lot of yeah, money on those bikes. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we make it cool. Yeah, yeah. and actually, it's funny because one of my my work trips in uh, Bentonville, Arkansas, I, uh, I was there. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah, exactly. Arkansas. I met a uh, shout out to Black Watts, uh, but I met these uh, these uh, these dope dudes from. Uh, jersey um and uh they have that similar like you know always oh, saw you doing this crazy stuff and like you know uh then we wanted to wear cycling lycra spandex or whatever yeah, yeah. and um <laughs> and uh that's we're seeing that effect and uh and a lot of our group was talking about like we're not we're, we're doing this now but we're probably not going to see the effect in terms of um high level black athletes black and brown athletes uh in about maybe 10 15 years yeah that makes sense to me um because yeah. of the way cycling works um but uh, but yeah, actually, so when I got started, I was doing track bike stuff, and uh, we were going around doing uh, these things called alley cats in different yeah, cities. Those. Yeah, and like fifteen. Yeah. What's that? So an alley cat is an unsanctioned race where you have checkpoints and you just run <laughs> around. Unsanctioned meaning like, it's just regular. Yeah, folks. it's just in live traffic <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. underground, yeah, underground yeah. shit. It's okay, so, okay. Um, so I, I, which I thought was cool as a BMX. Yeah, so I actually, so, yeah, so I did. You seem like, like you'd be into that and, shit. Yeah, yeah, and we weren't like wearing, we weren't wearing spandex, yeah. and I was, I was actually with him. I was actually again, I was like, yeah, you wear regular clothes. Yeah, I was wearing. Okay, and so I didn't have the most traditional way, but. But I did have a streamlined way uh, of what he's talking about. But I was I like, don't mean traditional in that sense, like meaning that yeah. you oh, had yeah, to yeah. get into bikes or get like Got you it, yeah. had to get a bike, yep, get, get a bike. good at it mm -hmm. on your own, figure it out yourself. Like mm -hmm. you didn't. Like I said, you didn't have. I got into it, and then I was like, "Oh, these dudes are doing it." I'll got it. Doing <laughs> yeah, got you. It was got like you. it was weird because um, uh, we you know I started on just riding the street, like riding on the street and doing these like weird track bike tricks and shit and. Um, and then that's how I basically got into cycling. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I definitely get what you're talking about. Um, 
Now, oh, mm-hmm. before you go, mm-hmm. I do have a story. So, <laughs> <laughs> so w- we met in Indiana. So he was like fully into the bike culture and everything like that. And so, you know, this is around the time we were just dating. And I mm. think we w- were either moving in together or had just moved in together. And uh, he got me a bike. Oh, shit. I think it was my friend's bike. Alicia's bike. Alicia's bike, yeah. Yeah, so he got me a bike. And he's trying to like get me into the bike thing. And uh, and I freaking hated it. And there was one day where I he was working at a hotel. I think I was also working at a different hotel in the same area. So we were heading home from the hotel and it starts raining. And he's like, come on, let's go. Like, you're good, you're good, you're good. And I literally, shit, you know, I could not see anything. My eyelashes were all up. And my mascara was running. I don't even ride in the rain. I was like, I was cold. This sounds dangerous as fuck. (laughs) And then cut to, I was like, I'm never doing this again. And then cut to wintertime hits. And this man is running, or not running, riding his bike in ice. Yeah, it's fun. Like yeah. nothing. He didn't make you go do that. <laughs> this is going to be a barrier for black folks. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's for real. I don't, and I no. said, this black is a different mentality. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is super fun. It's, I in was, the ice? I, I don't see in the, the ice, Did yeah. you just send a photo of you riding in the snow yeah, recently? And I told you, yeah. absolutely not. He's like, absolutely not. I was like, hey, guys, this is great. <laughs> and you and said a little. Oh, you said absolutely not? No, yeah. He said absolutely not. The whole group chat was like, man, were you tripping? I was like, I'm tripping. And you said it's a little, yeah, it's just a little chilly. It's a little chilly. It's just a little little chilly and meanwhile it's like negative 10 degrees outside there's Whoa. ice on the ground and he's just like Shoop. i mean, I mean you love that shit that's why i appreciate it, it. Yeah. was actually pretty fun it was like a challenge to me but also, okay. but also like the uh <laughs> like racing <laughs> andrew love but oh, racing in the God. rain is also like pretty challenging too and mm-hmm. uh uh i mean if you ask someone uh, our friend like justin he loves racing in the rain and it's oh, like a, a another it's actually a special skill in my opinion because that shit is like yeah, yeah, I, I can barely walk in the rain bro it, I, like, I have to <laughs> yeah, have on the hard. right sneakers so I can't even yeah. try like going 30 miles like 20 30 miles an hour leaning into a corner in oh the rain no on no really tire skinny tire I would quit. die yeah. I die, die. Yeah. listen I have another question because we have like five minutes <laughs> left oh wow I, have, okay, I know up. pew um <laughs> media I was like, I have to ask you about media yeah. because we were just talking about like how there's like a 10, 15 year kind of like, you know, pathway to get it's in black what we folks. Think. Yeah. What about media? Is like, have, has black media picked up or brown media picked up cycling? Have they picked up y'all? Have they featured you? I'm just interested to see how, because we know through media, that's how you can also push you something. You mean yeah. outside or in cycling media? I mean outside media. I'm just yeah. talking about like a, like a, like a BET or like a, you know, just no. like a. Oh, I think we're a ways off. I think we're a ways <laughs> really? off. Really? Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you say that because I grew up in motorcycles and mm. that was James Stewart. I don't know if you know who that is, the first mm. black dude. He won every, he's like the Michael Jordan of motor oh, cross racing, Motocross. dirt bikes. Wow. Mm. And now 10, 15 years later, you got the dudes wheeling down the street on dirt bikes. On dirt bikes, yeah. And that all started with him. Like when I came up, it's really similar to your experience. No black people were on a dirt bike. No black people wanted to touch a dirt bike. Wow. But after him, it came. So, mm-hmm. but I don't know, me, to answer your question. So you think it's a ways off? I think it's like, a ways actually, off. Actually, we're literally, we're just, great. but yeah. we're just start, we're literally, we're just starting to get like white owned outside of cycling media. Mm. We're just starting. So it's, I think it's going to be a ways out. Or, I mean, if anyone's listening to this and want to holler at us. Right? <laughs> BET no, for executives. Sure. For sure. Like, <laughs> I think it's, it's, it is compelling. It's coming. And, uh, it's coming. And we, you know, and, uh, and knowing 
knowing the guys in our group, uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff cooked, being cooked up and shopped. So yeah. there's there's definitely avenues and things that we're we're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. that'll get cycling and and from what we're trying to convey um, out there to people that are curious about it or at least yeah you know want to know more about it or maybe it's like oh i'm not i don't even know anything about cycling but this looks actually really cool Mm -hmm. yeah because the thing is is like like i said just like with tennis just like with golf other sports when black folks do get in that shit yeah we will rip and tear that shit up to shreds that's what that's what the that's what fuck it up corey and justin (laughs) that's what's happening right now so i would love to i mean this sounds like a little bit of a documentary to me i think that it's that's what i I was just thinking yeah i think that it's fascinating if we could get our hands on you know right (laughs) cut this part out listen but that's so true because when before i met you the only cyclist i knew was lance armstrong yeah because he was everywhere the funniest shit is like riding when i used to ride in indiana on the back country be like what's up lance hey lance i was like bro i'm black like lance is not black like do you know any other cyclists that's what we just that's what we need we need i really do think that that's a really interesting but lance had a personality though lance did have personality that's true because he's like a hard ass dude yeah yeah and a little bit of scandal in there too i mean that's a whole that's a whole other thing that's a whole other thing we can't touch that on this episode because we're about to wrap it's so true because like that i remember seeing like a mini documentary by cbs or whoever the hell it was and i was like oh cycling is a thing yeah yeah it would be great to literally just feature black and brown folks in the sport and talk about like why aren't a lot of black and brown people doing it oh no there are black and brown people doing it look at what they're doing look how successful they are absolutely that's dope uh, i would watch that but we put together some framework on how to achieve this and uh you know and it's great because we i mean we are just starting to talk to this guy more starting to talk to our friends more about this this framework and trying to figure out like hey what are the steps that we need to do to take cycling to a broader audience Mm. um, and get it to the forefront because that's our mission like we justin and i aligned on the same mission trying to get people that um that look like us that didn't have the support as much support as they can because we didn't have it uh, oh when, we, when we started yeah. uh, we didn't even have the emotional support system to even talk about this shit right yeah. um so we're we're trying our best to do it and we want to see it succeed um it will. and uh yeah so well speaking of support how do people follow you where do they follow uh, you you can follow me on instagram at mark allen offered my entire name hilarious <laughs> uh, mark allen has a branding yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> spell it for the people mark allen, allen. uh m-a-r-k-a-l-l-e-n a-l-f-o-r-d um, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, we are going to be uh, shooting more of our podcasts from the gun, so you can find that on iTunes um, and soon to be on YouTube. Um, and that's where you can find me at. Boom, bang. Andrew, where can people find <laughs> my you? My same, just my name, Andrew Jackson, with the underscore on Instagram. Uh, I don't have all this guy's stuff going no, on. <laughs> He's like, I'm just too nah, fly to do all this shit. You can catch like... him on just like, YouTube this guy. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, that's the old BMX. It's the old BMX stuff. Yeah, yeah check it out. If you're curious about BMX, yeah, check it out. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you're curious about track bike cycling or anything, Google, I mean, Google or YouTube me too. I'm on there. Okay, we dope. Do, that you could be like, oh, that's what street. If you Google yeah. track bikes, you'll come up. Yeah. Track and we'll link, it. We'll link, we'll link to all of those yeah, things yeah, yeah. so people track can check bikes, it out. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish we could have this conversation for longer, but yeah. this was a dope conversation. I feel more enlightened. I'm over here. Let me know if you're trying to pitch this documentary. I know a couple hey, people we, that could maybe help. We got, right? we got some stuff. Um, appreciate it. But I think that is dope. So I just want to say thank you so much, Mark. Thank you so much, Andrew, for bringing all of your knowledge. We love talking sports. Yo, we got to do this with other folks. This is we pretty do. dope. Yeah. Um, the black cycling and the brown cycling space. Like, yeah. let's 
expand this conversation. So thank y'all for joining us. Ileana, I'll let you close out. Yeah, no, thank y'all for being here. This is great. We definitely want to, um, you know, just kind of promote people of color doing the things we everything. do. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. not normalizing the fact that we can and will be great at whatever it is that we want to do. It's just getting over the hurdles that consistently try to bring us down. So definitely, I definitely. am so proud of you and all of I'm the proud things. of this guy. Like, yeah, the I'm talking about you, because he's literally. I think he's literally the first one. You see how he just skirted around that compliment, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I am so proud of you, and you. congratulations on getting You're into this new yeah. challenge. We're proud of you too. We are proud of you no, too. <laughs> but yes, keep going, no, keep doing what you're doing. I think it's fantastic. And hopefully more people will start picking it up and joining and you won't yep. be the only people. <laughs> the only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, soon yeah. it'll yeah. be like a whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So That's boom. It. So make sure you follow us at The Stranger Fruit yeah. on Instagram and TikTok. Fuck Twitter. We love y'all. <laughs> Stay safe and take it easy. Peace. Peace. USA Cycling says they recognize their diversity problem and are focused on introducing the sport to youth from various racial backgrounds through programs such as Outride. The organization has created a diversity, equity, and inclusion committee aiming to eventually have a team that truly represents the American population in time for the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles. Now we'll see. We'll see if they put their money where their mouth is.